0: Some people say the only reason to get married or to stay married is being in love. But this simply is not true. There is a lot more to marriage than love. Indeed, the point of marriage is that it compels us to stay together, even at times when we don't love each other as much as usual. C.S. Lewis, From Mere Christianity. Good morning, zookeepers, and welcome back to the Fienster Zoo. As I told you last episode, this season is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy, but more with them later. Today, we're going to turn back our attention to the core of the Fienster Zoo, strong relationships. It's the fundamental why. It's the purpose of this whole podcast, is successful relationships. So, What is the purpose for dating and the purpose for marriage? This is what we're gonna explore today. And you have to walk before you can run or date before you wed, so let's start there. Why should we date? What is the purpose of dating? Well, the simple answer I guess the most simple answer is that so we can find the person we want to spend the rest of our lives with. But dating lasts throughout marriage, so that can't be the only reason. Also, what many people call dating now <laughs> just doesn't line up with anything. This hookup culture or this Committed relationships with multiple sexual partners. I mean, that's nothing but self-serving and honestly self-destruction. But I think that might be a different episode's topic. So uh, dating, it is the search for or a lifelong pursuit for your person. It's the want or the need to be a student of your partner jeremy and audrey roloff have a saying it's to find and still seek now that is true love let me speak from a little experience here chalene and i we started dating while she still lived uh well out here on the coast she lived on gabriola island And I lived in Lethbridge, Alberta. It's about 18 hours of travel from my front door to hers. So that meant only once every month or so that we could actually come together and I could date her properly. It was really few and far between the real in-person time we got together. And long-distance relationships are hard. But it did present a unique opportunity for us to learn each other, to become students of each other, how to talk and effectively communicate with each other. And that's exactly what Shalane and I did. We talked every single day and through most nights. I studied Shalane. I learned her. I learned her hopes and her wants for life. I learned what her dreams are. I learned what she was looking for in a partner. I learned her past. And I found out if I could be her future. Unfortunately, this is where most people stop. They go, Yes, yes, awesome, fantastic. I'm the one for you. You're the one for me. Let's do this. I do. They say I do, and then hope nothing ever changes. And some unedited, awful, hard truth? Those people are either naive or willfully choosing to be dumb. When you give it any thought, any real thought at all, you would realize that this is an impossibility. You cannot stay the same person as you did For us, almost nine years ago. People have to change. People have to grow. But back to the point at hand, before marriage, I believe it's about learning and growing as yourself. Learning some valuable life lessons. Dating, it's about fostering self-discipline by setting and keeping personal and sexual boundaries. It's about learning, showing, and practicing compassion and forgiveness. It's about learning how to endure seasons of separation with perseverance and with hope. It's about learning to practice patience for many, many reasons. Both with your partner, with yourself, with sexual temptation. Learning patience in your, in your core, not just as an action, but becoming a patient person. Dating is learning how to love, both in the romantic love. And learning how to emulate a godly love. If you've been in the church for any length of time, you've probably heard the term agape love. It's a true godly love that we're all to strive for. My final point on premarital dating, it's to have fun. Dating is supposed to be fun, especially when it's serving a purpose. Without a purpose, dating only ends in pain and heartbreak. But with a purpose, it's life-giving. Dating with the intent of marrying someone. you, You get to be more adventurous because you find out who you are, not just as me, not just as Spencer, but as us. You get to find out the possibility. You get to find the adventure. You get to seek and push and learn and experience firsts not just through your own eyes, but maybe you've done something and they haven't. You get to experience a first of something through someone else's eyes. Guys, that's a game changer. Dating is a a great time for self-discovery for growth, for exploring who you are and what you want to be. You can set the foundations of 5, 10, 20 years from now, who is the person you want to be? 18-year-old Spencer thought he wanted to be a lot of things. Today, 31-year-old Spencer, he has a much smaller list, but much better drive and much better capability of achieving that time that that goal that time frame we're just about to jump into the purpose behind marriage but before we do that we have to show our amazing sponsor some love thank you to better help for sponsoring this episode better help is the world's largest online therapy service 100 percent online With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just have to answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then, you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call you can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for you for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you can get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling, more flexibility, and at more affordable price. And right now, you can get ten percent off your first month at BetterHelp by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash the That's betterhelp.com E L P dot com slash the And guys, I really just want to encourage you to try therapy if you never have before Because I can speak from personal experience that finding someone you can talk open and freely with, with no judgment coming back at you, someone who literally is there just to help you sort out whatever it is that's weighing on you, it's an incalculable value to yourself. It's literally saved my life, so please do yourself a favor and give it a shot. You have nothing to lose. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash the the zoo That's better H E L P dot com forward slash the zoo and you can receive ten percent off your first month of therapy. All right, now back to the fun stuff. So Biblically, marriage is its an eternal concept. It's meant to be a loving, selfless, intimate relationship between a husband and a wife that lasts through eternity. There should be a closeness between both of you that has no comparison to any other earthly relationship. After all, Genesis 2... Um, Verse twenty four it says therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they should be one flesh. See, married couples they're supposed to be unified in every way. There are several several biblical and practical purposes of marriage that fit into what I found to be about three categories. Companionship, procreation, and redemption. So let's take a closer look at these three and see if we can work out the real purpose for marriage. The first one being companionship. Back to Genesis chapter two, verse eighteen says it is not good for a man to be alone. I agree, we tend to get ourselves into trouble when we are alone. A marriage is a relationship where a man and his wife can come together and share their lives together, sharing experiences together. It's a place of refuge. It's a place of peace, a place of safety from the outside world. You see, marriage is a holy institution set forth by God. Primarily, its purpose is fellowship or companionship and the mutual help and comfort for these two people. Second is procreation. Well, when a man and a woman have chosen to do life together, in every sense of the word, intimacy, inevitably babies happen. (laughs) And that's the second point here. Marriage is about a two-parent stable home. This is the best environment to raise happy and healthy children, for them not just to to survive, but to thrive. Yes, this is a biblical concept, but you look at any study done, in any journal of any kind, children from a two-parent home statistically are better off. More opportunities in life, better mental health, better start to life in almost every way. Not only does marriage teach children how to be faithful and give them a stable environment in which to learn and to grow, but it has a sanctifying effect on both marriage partners when they submit to God's law. And that brings me to my third point here of redemption. submission to god's law after all like marriage is a beautiful picture of this relationship between christ and his people the body of believers the people who make up the church are collectively we're called the bride of christ and his selfless act it provides the perfect example for How to live sacrificially and live to serve each other and serve our spouse. Marriage, after all, is God's idea first and foremost. It always was and always will be that God created marriage as a loyal partnership between one man, one woman, and one God. At its base foundation, It's here for partnership. Even before the fall of man, God said it's not right for someone to be alone. We're designed for this community. God, man, and wife. Luckily for us, God also designed sex and sexual expression before the fall. We're to enjoy that union, enjoy that intimacy as man and wife. Before we finish up here, there's a couple points that I want to make of what marriage was not designed for. Starting with the most shocking one, happiness. Don't get me wrong, my wife has brought me nine years of the happiest years of my life. And when you're doing it right, you will be happy. But if happiness is our primary goal, we're going to get divorced as soon as the moment happiness starts to fade you think about that for a second like if if happiness is our primary goal what happens when you have a bad day or bad week what happens when it's january on the west coast and you haven't seen the sun in three months and you're feeling a bit depressed it's real easy to point a finger and be like, nah, I'm out. I'm not happy anymore. There's got to be some, something better. Grass is always greener somewhere else. As soon as happiness fades, I'm getting a divorce. That's just not right. Next, and similarly, if receiving love is your primary goal, the moment we seem to be less in love, the moment we seem my my spouse is less attentive to my needs or is somehow less attractive to me <laughs> peace out boy scout I'm out if receiving love is my primary goal in marriage it's not happening I'm out because guess what quote at the top of the show if I'm not feeling loved and that's my primary goal I'm out See, marriage was never designed. Marriage was never meant for us to get ourselves served. It's not a checklist for us to accomplish. It's not a symbol of status or solution for our biological clocks just to feel justified with. That was never its primary purpose. That's never its purpose at all. These are side effects of a happy, healthy, successful properly founded marriage, happiness, love, joy, fulfillment, these things are side effects of a better core purpose. But if we were to marry each other to mirror and to show others the glory and honor of God, His true agape love. To model His love to our neighbors and to our spouse and to our children. This is the foundation of what marriage was supposed to be. A mere image of God's love to the world. His partnership, His companionship, His grace, His joy being spread from our cores which is christ to the world if we're to model this in our marriages for the purpose of our marriages and spread that outward our children are going to grow up to be god-loving people good people with solid foundations You're going to live differently than your neighbors and they're going to question why are you so happy all the time. When we do this, when we have these foundations and have chosen specifically to live and to wed with purpose. Guys, divorce makes no sense. This is the purpose for dating This is the purpose for marriage. To change yourself, to choose to live and love like God. That's the purpose. Guys, that's it for me today. Thank you for sharing your very valuable time with me. Thank you for sharing your attention with me. I appreciate it so much. Guys, if you enjoyed today's episode, share it with your best friend. Doesn't matter what stage of life they're in, they need to hear it. At least I think so. If you happen to like it, please leave me a rating and a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. As well, don't forget to check out our sponsor. BetterHelp, they're also there to help get you straightened out, to help get you back on your feet, whatever you need. Betterhelp.com forward slash The Fienster Zoo. Go check it out. I love you guys. Thank you so much. God bless.